You know, I'm stoked to get into is to back it after I finish up this Musaru thing, which by the time this this is B-roll, so it doesn't really matter. But by the time this airs, this episode airs, that'll be done. Yeah. You know, we're done by the end of this week. So you got to deliver it to Canada, right? For the first, uh, I don't got to deliver shit. I just got to send photos. Maybe. <laughs> oh, cause I, yeah. I wasn't sure if they did it in person judging at one of there the there is in person judging at Hamil- IPMS Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's way up in fucking Canada. So I'm not going to like go hey, to Canada trip up to the great north. Nah, we ain't Canada's made money, cool. baby. What you talking about? Yeah, that's what <laughs> I hear, right? But especially this time of year, it's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so cool it's negative cool yeah negative negative celsius is cool i've been to canada one time i went to toronto back in 2009 toronto where where are the uh where are the fucking falls toronto oh niagara oh, okay niagara falls in toronto right and then the other half is in buffalo right new york yeah okay yeah so i went there it was very nice i had a mullet eh. you should bring wow. the mullet back on purpose? <laughs> on purpose. I had a mullet on purpose. It was great. It was an Asian mullet. Yo, you can Oof. go to Canada. It's Styling. like three, four hours away from you, right? Like you drive up there. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, technically, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah if you go to it's closer to you guys, though, right? Toronto. Uh, it's like 10 hours away from New York. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, you to go upstate Brian. New York. Yeah. I would love yeah. to visit uh, British Columbia. The West Side. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, go Toronto. Let's go to Toronto, Pabs. It's not too far from us. No, oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah let me leave right my wife and, and and one-year-old child uh, i'm going on a road trip with a six foot tall white man <laughs> it's cool i'll be That's back honey. i'll see you later it's the perfect setup <laughs> she won't argue it at all I gotta go sell some kidneys. make some money for the future Build Sideways, Season 3, Episode 7. We got a lovely episode for you listeners. Um, and I'm joined with my compadres, Chris Paps. Dance Will for me, Ponte. Jester. Dance for you, Jester. <laughs> the Jester, Julio Aponte. I wish I had big guns. <laughs> and one of uh, the guys in the peanut gallery. Brian Dunclow. <laughs> totally mispronounced my last name, but I'll forgive it. Uh, yeah, I mean, of all the people to mispronounce it, I'm the one to do it. This man doesn't know words. <laughs> and it's me, Kyle. Um, <laughs> so, I'll say I'll say this much. Kyle knows how to structure a sentence when he counts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was actually, I think, not a very good representation of me structuring a sentence. But anyway... Um, Tonight we're going to talk about uh, kind of a unique subject matter um, dealing with masking uh, and to kind of quickly breeze through what I'm getting at. And I'm not referring to masking thy kits when you paint. Uh, we can kind of highlight that, I guess, because it, it <laughs> has some crossover relations. But um, masking in a personality social scope, um, essentially, I think it was an old psychologists that came up with the you have two 
personalities, should say, that you have. You have your front stage personality, which is just the one the world sees, and then you have your backstage personality, which is supposedly your true self that only certain people see. Um, so we're, we're going to kind of go into that in greater detail on um, maybe our personal experiences with that, some of the things we've seen in the social sphere of social media, and just kind of some of the ways to navigate around that and you know go from there. I like this episode. <laughs> I do. Well, why, why do you like this episode? He's already brought the sriracha and the bib. You getting ready to dive in, take a mm. bite. Delicious. So, I think I got that <laughs> case of wet naps I gave you, Julio. <laughs> For some reason, I just thought about, you know, sriracha all over my body. I'm going down a water slide. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, Pabs. You're <laughs> Yeah, like a sriracha water slide. Like, yeah, like sriracha you cover yourself slide. in sriracha and <laughs> you go down the slide <laughs> hot and fast, you know? Yeah, <laughs> literally. I have, I have so many people that be really upset with the waste of sriracha that you would just. That's use. not a waste. Oh, it exfoliates my skin, <laughs> it moisturizes. Yeah. Can you roll in salt? <laughs> trying to preserve God. myself. We getting old, man. <laughs> Sriracha salt rub. Oh my God, this is perfect. Let's start a spa in California because it'll only sell in California. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. Tahoe. And we'll, so we'll Maybe rub Tahoe. people with Sriracha and salt. Little avocado ice slices. Take that back. We will pay people to rub other people. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I would get me away. I'm not doing it. I'm doing it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm rubbing them. What would we call this spa? Uh, hot licks. <laughs> hot and salty. We, we call it we call it running the podcast right off the rails directly in front of the show. So, sideways spa. So back on topic. Um I think this is the worst topic for me personally. Oh, tell me why. Um, I am absolutely terrible in figuring out if somebody is uh, fronting uh, a person uh, personality uh, at me or uh, or not. Like I, I I don't know if it's me being an optimist. Uh, I think I said it. I said it in the previous episode where I believe that people are usually good, right? Like usually good mm. folk. Um, and I, I'd like to I'd like to keep thinking that way because if I start thinking the other way, then things get pretty grim and dark, and I don't really want to go. With that route yeah. so um yeah so whenever somebody has a someone has a personality and, and they're they're fronting um i can't tell personally it's hard it's hard for me to uh, up until the point where they finally expose themselves into into whoever they actually are i'm like oh you really are a piece of crap i guess uh that's when um the ball drops and it's it yeah it's hard man like but i know i know it's out there i just it's hard for me to because for me what you see in front of whether it's a live stream or on a podcast or you know if you meet me in person that's me like i can't i don't have the energy or the wherewithal <laughs> to to even create a, another personality i think you know one is enough for me and that's uh, it's a handful so um right. you know i think i think i guess backstage i'm a little more boisterous and, and i'm only really that way towards my wife like i'm really you know like i, I can be really corny and stuff like that and um that's not really something I show too much and it's not really something yeah. I hide either. It's just, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel um, comfortable or confident enough to be that goofy. 
so I guess in yes, yeah, so I guess in that sense, it's it's that's my my outlook on it. Um, mm. Yeah, it's hard, man. I, I call, it's hard think, for me to tell. Chris, do you think that that's potentially because you're a little bit guarded on a lot of things? You know, like oh, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm uh, like the like I am. It's hard for me to call friends friends until I'm I'm one hundred percent sure that that person is a friend. I mean, I've made mistakes in the past where I've been like, oh yeah, you're a cool dude. You seem like a nice person. You you know we we mesh pretty well. And then I I know I finally figure out that oh shit, I'm meshing with a front stage personality, and mm. uh, all of a sudden like I'm not vibing with who you actually are and, you know, having to step back and, and losing a friendship is always heartbreaking to me. And it takes its toll. Um, you know, I, I am, I think I'm comfortable enough to say I have, I've always had separation issues and separation anxiety to a degree mm. um, and losing friendships and losing uh, loved ones in, in that sense has always been difficult. So um, it's, yeah. you know, it's like, I have to stay guarded. Otherwise that, that possibility of something like that happening, um, takes, takes, takes its toll. I think. Yeah. That makes sense. The risk is not worth the, uh, the loss. Sometimes. To some degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it always sucks when you, it's their fault. It's like, you made me look behind the fucking curtain, bro. Mm. I didn't want to see that dude, all those fucking buttons, you piece of shit. <laughs> I get, I get it. I guess my question is, wow. why should there be a curtain in the first place? Why is it a Wizard True. of Oz situation? Yeah, oh, wow. Well, yeah, it's a in, good question. In the same fashion of you being guarded, that's how they guard themselves. Mm-hmm. They throw up yeah. that mask. You know, oh, people like this person. Let me be this person. Hmm. It's sad. No, that's exactly right. Um, I mean, many people carry a mask so they could be more socially accepted. I mean, think about this. Like, when... I mean, we can probably all agree to this statement. When we were younger and we watched anime, there were only a select few that knew this. We, that wasn't, we didn't run around the world showing our anime side like those weird kids that did cosplay in high school. You know, it, it wasn't as socially acceptable back then. So it was more like something you kept secret. It was something more for the backstage audience hmm. than the front stage audience was. Yeah. You never did, Brian? Yeah. Well, it was too old. <laughs> I was in the front. I know I, when I was young, I did. I I hit that side of me. I was like, no, you need, not that I was able to hide me being a nerd, but I limited how much of a nerd I was. Like, oh, you didn't know I watched anime, but you knew I liked playing video games. So no, when you know, I was, yeah. I was in all, I was in all seeing, all dancing crap of the world, <laughs> um, or all singing, I should say, all dancing crap of the world. Um, yeah, I was just, I just didn't fucking care about those things but here's the thing i deeply cared about like i didn't care that i was interested in this shit like comics and anime and all that mm. stuff and i did art and just full heartedly wholeheartedly lived that shit because mm. that i wasn't gonna let anybody stop me doing but i i did um i was a people pleaser or i really desperately and that comes from a lot of shit from my my early childhood and, and growing mm. up and um i didn't start to even understand that I had issues with that, you know, like things that I didn't, you know, Oh, this isn't issues, but I you know they are. Um, mm. It wasn't until I was like in fucking college and shit. And like, so it's, and it's, it's a, it's a deep um, topic really. Right. Yeah. Oh, are we going that deep? Cause I'm about to go fucking six <laughs> foot down. Oh, deep oh, side of the pool. All right. So here we go. All right. Oh gosh. Let me, let me get, let me get this out. Let me, yep. let me structure get this. The, get the tears out. out. 
Friday when I was early. a kid and, you know, new school, new friends or mm-hmm. anyone I, I would interact with, it'd be like, what's the first anime you watched? And they're like, what anime? Oh. What are you talking about? I was like, you ain't ninja scrolling? The fuck up out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or let me put you on. Like, like, okay, we'll Bible? watch it. And then they so, watch and they're like, Julio, you're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> there are more titties in that than any Skinamax show I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Love it. <laughs> so, all right, all right. Let me let me try to get this out properly, at least. All right. So I've I've always loved um like giant robots, anime, model making, mm-hmm. all that shit that was not particularly perceived as quote cool um growing up right and you know growing up in different countries different cultures it's it was difficult to kind of fit in in a certain criteria especially when you'd like such niche things at least back in the day as that so um when i when i first um started to interact with people like you know in at a young age i was ridiculed for stuff like that um more specifically, I guess my uh, my 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 cousins and stuff like that. Like my cousins were not into stuff like anime and, and mecha or anything. Mm-hmm. They're always your first friends, and they're mm-hmm. always the ones to pick on you first. Always, always, <laughs> always. one hundred percent. And they always—I mean, even now they really kind of pick on me, but I, I take it in stride. But they, yeah. So they ridiculed me for that, and um, I had to kind of grow up uh, sheltering that part of my personality i guess or, or my likes and my and, and stuff like that like i i hadn't i hadn't really i didn't really have anybody to talk to about my likes and stuff and i had to kind of um just enjoy it in in solitude uh without really having to share it with anybody as i grew older my uh my there's a little um hormone that you get in in like the back of your skull it's called the fuck it where you stop caring about what they think and you just start to enjoy whatever it is you enjoy, whether or not they don't enjoy it is up to them. And I think so roughly in my, I think my early, at this point I I'm in my early twenties. Uh, it was, it was, that was when I just started to be like, you know what, whatever. And I start you know, displaying my Gundams uh, on shelves in my apartment and, and, you know, having, you know, buying fucking collector's editions of video games and stuff like that. And really kind of just embracing the fact that I enjoy this shit. I love this shit. Why am I masking who I really am? Because they think it's not cool or whatever, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't see why it's, why it's something I enjoy. It's something I enjoy, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can be my friend and, and understand that this is something that I I am passionate about. I, I I like and I am uh, I am like all into. Mm. Um, you don't have to be into it, but I will be, and um, you know that's okay. Or just don't be my friend at all and and bounce and kick rocks and um, you know and that liberation that that app that liberation of that that feeling of knowing that okay, I can enjoy this openly and freely and share this and 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 not feel like i am isolated and alone has been so refreshing it's been so uh it's been so eye-opening and it's kind of why i started to kind of share my my builds and stuff 
uh, on social media because I felt more comfortable in my skin. And it took a really long time to realize that. And I, and I think for a lot of people, even now in their youth or in their, and you know, in, even though stuff like this, while still niche is more accepting in today's society, people are still trying to, you know, not try to pretend like it's not really something they're into when it really is. Um, but once you have that fuck it, hormone growing in the back of your head and you start to feel that freedom and that liberation of you are able to share this shit and not feel like you're being judged you are going to be 100 happier you're going to be 100 more confident and you're going to figure out who you really are regardless of how people perceive you mm, very much so <clears throat> i don't want no friends that they ain't into the shit i'm into <laughs> like oh <laughs> Like fucking crypto? All right, keep that shit over there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's, here's the magic of it. Here's the magic of this whole thing, right? Is that when you finally are able to share what you really like and what you don't like and, and who you really are and what, you, what your personality actually is. So that front stage personality is completely gone. That backstage is now front and center for all to see mm. spotlights everywhere. You'll find out who is actually your friend, who actually cares about you as a person. Because now the 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 facade is gone. It's it's not there anymore. And it's just you, like, you know, be barefaced right in front of them. And they can either accept who you are and be your friend and love you for who for exactly who you are, or they can walk away. No, and, and you and then at that point you'll know that they only cared about you because you cared about what they're into. Yeah. Truth. So I'm gonna add to that. I must be a late bloomer because I haven't gotten that hormone yet, Babs. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess this is kind of like a perspective thing for me. Um, even now, like at work, I very rarely talk about I work in scale modeling as a hobby. Like people ask me, oh, "What do you do for fun?" Oh, I dabble. I kind of beat around a bush. I don't say like, "Oh, I build big titty anime figures." You know, it's just not socially acceptable in my climate of work. Um, you know, I work in construction where golfing is the fucking hobby you need to have and if you don't have that you don't drink beer and all that manly stuff then you, you get the fuck out of here you know I, I build nerd shit and you know not that i'm ashamed to be a nerd it's just i have to play my audience sadly and you know i do that just navigate this world of industry that i'm in but i've always been kind of a victim you know like brian was saying i'm a people pleaser too where i've kind of been like through most of my relationships up until i married my wife i played a role you know i, I was the person that fit their desires and needs that way i had someone in my life i was desperate for that type of connection it only took me you know so many relationships to realize this isn't good for me like i'm not even be able to be me these, these women don't accept me for me and at the end of the day these relationships fail because they realize who i really am and they don't want it anymore and i'm like i don't want to keep doing this i need to figure myself out i need to be more myself so i can draw someone that actually likes me um, it, it took me many years and, you know, of being on my own to kind of reflect before Amy came into my life and it clicked, you know, she, I could be the weirdest motherfucker in the room and she loves me just like she does as if I'm not, um, which, you know, you guys know I'm, I'm I can be quite weird. I'd say most outlandish shit and everything. What? And you guys no. get to hear that cause you see <laughs> me, but I have to like filter myself in public to a degree because it is not necessarily socially acceptable to say some of the things I say. I, I mean, well, it's it's not like I'm trying to be like a Nazi sympathizer or anything of that nature when it comes to obscene <laughs> shit. But 
I don't know why I always go there, Pabs. Okay, it just it seems like the most <laughs> heinous thing one it could is do. The most heinous. Yeah, yeah it's the most. <laughs> heinous. Sure. Get the point. Like, oh, not similar. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck those Holocaust guys. denier. Fuck him. You know. So if I say I'm not that, then they're like, oh, he's not that bad. He said he's, he's not, not that. that bad. He's not the worst thing. <laughs> if I say I'm not that, wait a minute. I'm trying to set a standard of what I'm trying to get at without going into details. That's the way to build a difference. Anyway, but yeah, it's I I, I can kind of I can relate to people that do that. But I can also see what dangers that brings by you not truly being yourself for very long periods of time. Like if you're only yourself when you're alone in a room by yourself, that's not necessarily healthy. You need to find like people or family or something that you can actually be yourself. And like I get having a front stage out in public when you're at work or stuff like that because there's a time and place and depending on what, what you do for industry. You know, if in your spare time you love being an OnlyFans feet model for <clears throat> dudes – and you work at a bank, maybe you don't tell people at the bank that that's what you do on the side. You know, this is sure. You know, you eat. Yeah, exactly. Appropriate. I, I understand the value of a mask for that situation. But when it comes to like being your genuine self around the people you care about and you're still wearing a mask, you're like, oh, that's not healthy. You're not doing yourself any solid favors. I don't think they genuinely care. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, they, they care enough to like put on the mask so you don't have mm-hmm. to deal with their ugly shit underneath. But like they don't genuinely care. Yeah, it's true. So here's it, here's um here's a, a really good example of of I guess some people you kind of want to maybe kind of interact with, but also kind of maybe kind of interact with. I guess okay. So at work, I work at a uh at a, I work at a sports kind of apparel designing company, and um you know uh usually whenever i'm in the office uh so you know these days i work hybrid um part partially at home partially at the office whenever i'm i'm at the office i really i very much keep to myself like i i try not to interact too much i mean i mean i'm cordial and i'm i'm polite and my manners are there but like you know when push comes to shove usually i i like to be left alone um my boss uh you know my direct boss he uh he is uh he's a little bit older than me um he's into like porsches he's into you know all kind of like that kind of thing but he takes genuine interest in um like for example this podcast like you know Mm -hmm. he asks me how the podcast is going you know what i what we do what we talk about and all that stuff and um he actually does he listen can we do i don't know if he listens boss i don't know if he (laughs) listens but um he does follow me on instagram (laughs) Hey, he knows. He knows what's up. He knows. He does. So, okay. So, but here's the, here's the thing. So, um, a couple of years ago, so I had, um, at this point I had just been working at the company for two years. Uh, I, I was a judge at SCGMC, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was planning on taking the trip out to California and uh, do all that stuff. And he, and he was so accommodating to me because around about that time frame, that November time frame is usually kind of busy season for um for a lot of our our kind of market and uh he was so accommodating you know he he didn't he doesn't understand obviously like he doesn't really understand the whole model thing or anything like that but he does he understands that you know it's a it's It's my passion is my hobby and it's important to me yeah and he accommodated that and um you know that kind of person um i feel like is somebody you kind of want around like you know they don't understand what you do they don't, you know, they don't, ha- and they don't have to, they don't have to mm-hmm. understand. They just have to accept and accommodate. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know what you got to do except. this year now, though, right? What? You got to paint him a car. Oh, put him on his desk, bro. Give him a you Porsche. Gotta, you got to. Like, maybe oh, you, you get a gift? glimpse. You'll start to understand the scale modeling while yeah. you're staring at this Porsche on your desk all day. Perhaps you need to accept <laughs> him, too. It works both ways. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the prime example, like, this is my wife. My wife's not into model making at all. Like, you know, she doesn't, she, she looks at this stuff and is like, oh, it all looks the same to me. Like, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> you know, like, that's a lupus rex. And that's form three of the barber yeah. house. Thank you very Come much. On. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so for her, so for her, all of this stuff, it looks very similar. You know, it's all, it's all kind of, she doesn't really fully understand like the intricacies of it, but, um, but she knows that it's important to me. And I'm passionate about it. And she, uh, 100% is uh, behind me and, and supports me. And that, that's the kind of person you want around for for life, you know, whatever it, it is you're passionate about, you know, as long as it's appropriate, like, you know, if you're, if you're into um, fucking photography or if you're into, I don't know, whatever, man, if, if uh, the people around you support you, regardless of whether they like that or not, or they're into it or not, um, that's the people you want around. Yeah, very much so. Shit. I can agree with that. Yo, I hate, man. We shouldn't even bring it up. We shouldn't even bring, bring it up. Bring it Do up. It. Bring it up. So, social it. media masks. There like, you go. Oh, holy okay. shit. Yo, I watched Catfish for the first time in a long time. It's <laughs> <laughs> still going, by the way. It's New still episodes. going. And Wait a minute. Julio, are you implying that there are people... <laughs> they interact on social media that aren't genuine. This man, <gasps> the the shit you can pull off the internet, just virtual people. It's it's pretty wild. I have to I have to play devil's ad, advocate and ask: Is it okay to have a personality if you're if you're doing it on purpose? Because you know we have we know like those we know certain creator. people. In the world, not even a content creator, but you know, there are those people who, who like to stay anonymous and have mm. like a personality, kind of like a, into a, a level yeah. like uh, there's a streamer, his name is, um, there's a streamer, his name is uh, Dr. Disrespect. Like, you know, he has the mustache oh, yeah. and the wig, like, yeah. right? So he stays anonymous, but he has a personality out front. Yeah. That's not really his real personality. He just, yeah, that's a performance, performative. Yeah. Right. So is that okay? Or like, because I mean, obviously, that's a that's a mask, right? Yeah, I think it's so. Definitely a mask. Yeah, it's a caricature. He's he's performing. He's not like he's pretending to be someone for the sake of his own value. It's 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 an actor portraying a job. It's a job for him to play this character. Uh, he, he Twitch streams. He, he makes an income off that's of that persona. Not true. This is his character. Yeah. So he's it's not like he was hired to portray he's not him he's not benny benny cumberbund playing dr strange it's just this guy is like you know what i'm i don't feel comfortable being an asshole in person so i'm going to make this alternative character called dr disrespect that says everything mm-hmm. that i actually feel inside mm-hmm. and uh don't you know maybe it's the shit that he feels towards himself maybe, it's hard yeah. to say the guy is a cunt i don't fucking like him so <laughs> whatever that's what i'm saying right so there are those there are, there are those who who create a persona on social media and we know there are a few out there like that are in our circles right well no, i say in our circles but really more in our sphere you know, or the, in our, our the greatest example peripherals. of that in our community is dumpla 
He's the the okay. one of the most skilled, dumbest fucking <laughs> builders out there, dude. Love him. Fantastic. Dumpla has me. Dumpla has me questioning though. Like, is this really <laughs> a persona or is this really you? Like, you see, some people a, do. I think it's a combination. Put on, they put on those masks and they reveal them true selves. Like he hasn't true. been this way at all forever. And then you put on the mask, you make yourself a personality, and you start. And that's like really you. Some people do do that shit. Those are prime examples. Dumpla is probably real fucking stupid in real life too. <laughs> no, he, he's know. actually he's an engineer. He's not. Yeah. He's he's very smart. Yeah, but yeah, he's no, dumb. So much so he's smart, but he's jig dumb. Is up. <laughs> you know, he's, he, he ponders how can toilet paper be made better. Like he's, he's dumb. You know, it's all part of the character. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. I'd love to pick his brain sometime. Yeah, See, okay, yeah. so I think he does it dumb, right personally. Yeah. Dumpla, prime example, right? Like that's that's okay. You guys, would you guys say that's okay? Like what he's yeah. doing? Yeah. yeah, I think he's separating his I true mean, self from yeah. his online persona to protect his own privacy. Because I know that people do that too, where they show you so much just because they want to contribute to the the hobbies they're in or the niche um, industry, but then they also keep their private lives private. So they they maintain a persona to play into what they want to and contribute without convulging too much so no, what about I, the flip side of the coin those that create oh, not create not create personas but like have like that that front front stage Some of the, the liars the liars yeah, who, the just ones so who that, say they have great things that they don't have yeah so just so that they can uh they can what's the word for it um have a sense of superiority i guess Oof. oh that's different yeah Oof. that's not separation that's fabrication that's straight up fabrication yeah I like to think that on the inside, they're really insecure about everything they do. Literally every fucking thing they do. Can't piss right. Got an extra hole in your dick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> really insecure about shit. <laughs> I really do think they're insecure and shit, though. Like, there's just nothing that can satisfy that, like, inner turmoil of not performing to your own standards. Yeah, I think it's also a, a fear of repeated failures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, there are people out there, again, that we know that have failed at, in certain aspects of, or attempts at, at uh, a business or whatever. And, um, attempts at life. <laughs> maybe life? I don't know. I'm going to say business because I don't want to attack it too personally. Oh, fuck them. But, <laughs> Can't shit right. But, Got an extra butthole. You know, um, <laughs> which hole do I poop out? To 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 guarantee, you know, to guarantee one hundred percent success, they they put on the front to be able to sell whatever it is they're selling, whether yeah. it's snake oil or something else. You know, so um, you know, there are people out there that that are like that, and I hope, I pray that people actually see through that and be like, oh, well, hold on, that's not really who you are, you know. But oh, again, stupid people out there, man. Yeah, again, there are people out there who just don't. And that's I'm I'm technically one of them. Where you, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Yeah, the two facedness of it all. Can't read them, motherfuckers. Yo, let's burn them. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Easy, easy. Hey, hey. nah, Come on, fuck Salem em. Trooper number five. <laughs> Order sixty six. Let's go. <laughs> Take them out. It's all right, man. I mean, like they're not in my actual reality. They're internet people. 
it doesn't they don't matter they only give them as much credibility and, and wonderfulness that you want to give them mm, gotcha. you, know? you gotta be willing but then they get into your circles and then they go on trips with other people in other circles <laughs> and they come back and everyone hates you and you're like oh somebody said something Oh geez, yeah. How do you how do you deal with that? Where fake friends, someone else's fake mask is now affecting how you navigate the sphere in which you live in. I God think that. Go on, go on. Continue. No, no. I was gonna say what, Chris? Yeah. Nothing, nothing. I was gonna make a stupid joke, but continue. That's, That's the, okay. We're all making stupid joke. jokes. That's <laughs> the whole point. Oh, okay. The point of the I was, show. Was I was joke. gonna say. I was gonna say, God damn it, Julio. All right, it was one trip a Z to fucking <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> Yeah, not have to worry about it. We didn't say shit about you. All right. All right. All right. We may have went to Kunokonia, but you know. Uh, what I was <laughs> going to say is you that... you want, guys. I fucking care. <laughs> I think that what Kyle's really trying to say is, how did you deal with this, Julio? I, I've dealt with it many a fashion. Uh, the most recently, you just let them burn the bridges themselves instead of trying to defend yourself to people who wanted to hear bad shit about you anyway. Hmm. <clears throat> and it just step back and watch them burn. It's kind of fucking hysterical. I 100% support that way of thinking. I mean, I mean, yeah. Kyle, you, you and I know 100%. Like, you know, uh, oh, yeah. lots of people spoke very poorly of me uh, constantly for every day for like a year, a year and a half, two years. I don't know. Hell, yeah. Some real it was hate, the mullet. Bro. Some was real, yeah, it, was, it was probably the mullet. Um, but yeah, some real, ha- real hateful stuff about how I was yeah, on a podium. Sure. I, 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 uh, I, I, I can't remember all that was said, but it was, it was, pr- they it was said your accent was fake. Like, he's yeah. not really British. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and I said I stayed silent on all of it. Like I mm-hmm. didn't say a single word, and I would let, I would let them speak whatever it was to speak. And if and you know wh- whoever believed. Those people, I mean, then that's that's your prerogative, you know. You, you know, those people don't know me. Don't they? Didn't they? Haven't gotten to know me, or they even tried to have an interaction with me to see how I really was. And and um, I mean, those people are now in the ether. I have no idea what they're up to, or you know, they, for God knows they tried to gain a footing somewhere and failed miserably. So mm-hmm. good, fuck them. Yep. Yeah. That jealousy shit, man. It's it, That's what it came down to. It was jealousy mm-hmm. through and through. I, I don't understand why you have to smear someone else's name to rise your own. I, I That's not a, the way the world should work because we can all rise together. I, I don't understand that. But yeah, if you're a piece of shit, then that's a different story. You're, you're you know, a self-inflicted wound. Everybody I, thinks I think my, it's one of my favorite eye. quotes. My favorite quotes on jealousy is... Uh, Jealousy is a weakness, you weak, jealous motherfucker. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> self um, assurance of self worth, I think, is is what it come, boils down to. You know, if you see somebody who is who's doing better than you in something that you're passionate about, um, it can strike a, a a certain nerve, right? Like, you know, why? Like, I'm putting as much or maybe even more effort than this person and yet they're getting the attention I'm looking for I guess um, yeah. you know for some people that's really important uh, and 
they'll do whatever it takes to make you feel the same. You know, mm. my only advice to you is, is, you know, remember your own self-worth and remember that whatever they try to throw at you at the end of the day, you are the only person who can, uh, who can assess what you are worth. If you, if you feel like you are doing well and you're, and you are doing exactly what it is, what you want to do and you are ha enjoying yourself, you're having fun and you are letting yourself be yourself, you're winning at life and, and those people can kick rocks. Yeah. If you, if you really think about it, you're only really trying to please yourself in all those aspects. You're caring about what they think so that you can feel better about yourself. Right. Yeah. Because why? Because you care about what they think about you. Yeah. But you, but in actualities you're caring for their care, but in it's only for your own self-worth. So if you just gave yourself self-worth, like, why do you need yeah. to fill that bar with someone else? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like misguided. Um, the fuck do you want to call that? Misguided. It's like you're seeking your own. It's like, yeah. Like, right. It's like an it's internal, you're seeking like, your own acceptance. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like misguided empathy. Hmm. I think would be a good way to That'd put right. it. Like, well, no, because like you're trying to gain, you know, you want to feel like you're perceived as being worthy, right? For your own so self -worth. you manufacture um these sense uh the sense of worthiness from other people from doing things like compromising yourself or yeah, like. Yeah. Um, you know, is that, is that right? I think I kind of feel yeah. that way. Cause I feel like I used to do that a lot myself personally. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's the thing I, I learned in my early years of doing mindfulness uh, meditation therapy was there's actually a very strong difference between self-esteem and self-worth and self-esteem um, is basically how you, we think we feel about ourselves. And it's normally derived off of the perspective of others because that's how we build that basis of understanding. While self-worth is having a complete understanding of your value and worth regardless of exterior influence. So like what you guys were getting at about how you're putting your value into what other people think, you're building your quote unquote self-esteem versus building your self-worth, which is driven solely on your own perspective and not it doesn't have external impact. So that means nobody can impact your self-worth but you. While self-esteem can be impacted by everybody you come across. Fuck me, dude. <laughs> it's powerful. Because the whole time we can, I have low self-esteem. How do I fix my self-esteem? Well, I get all those likes. I make good friends that love me and all this. But then you're, you're playing a character to get that satisfaction. Because you, yeah. you know, you're like, right, how do I get the, the W? I got to get the faster car. I got to do the, you know, I got to. Crank up the turbo, you know, if you think about it in like gamer logic, I got to get the better weapon and plus five <laughs> that shit, you know, rather than going, I'm going to level one this shit with the weakest weapon because I know I know what when to dodge and what to do because I have the you know understanding of that. To quote one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh -huh. You had me. Never had me. You never had your car. Family. <laughs> Yo, want some it's real shit? Though. 
Who was it? it? Was Johnny Chan? Was was the guy who came through and just started started shooting up the car? <laughs> I think it was Tran. Johnny Tran. Johnny Tran, Tran. Yo, he straight. That's a dumb G shit. <laughs> like for real. Imagine when the like, Jetta just left. He, fucking like, that man's got my pink slip. Get him. <laughs> so it's this is easier said than done. Mm. Um, but I, I really hope the people that that are listening to this, like you know the the ones that who tune into this to this uh this podcast and this episode is a little bit more of a i guess a serious topic despite like the the joking and stuff i really hope you guys understand that you know whether whether you are you like i mean obviously you like scale modeling if you listen to this if you like all this stuff this you know if you like anime if you like whatever it is you like right um as long as it's not some 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 inappropriate shit you know hopefully you guys <laughs> no. <laughs> Hopefully you guys realize that there is no need for a facade. You guys can be yourselves and you know you guys will may potentially lose friendships. But I mean if you are yourself and they find no worth in who you really are, were they ever really your friend to begin with? So it's mm-hmm. I don't think it's a loss. You'll find your true friends and you'll probably gain even more true friends by being who you really are and um you know, don't take lessons from these people who have to put on the front because they're trying to sell you something um, mm-hmm. or they're trying to make you feel like they have more than they really do. Um, you know, being yourself is is a very important both for your mental health, for your stability, your, uh, your equilibrium. Um, and uh, you'll feel so much more liberated and free once you realize that uh, not giving a shit about what, what others might think because of what you like and who you really are. Um, It'll just, it'll make you feel powerful. Honestly, I I promise you, if you just kind of let go of that need to please, it'll help you. um, It'll help you, you know, come out of your shell and be who you really are. and, And, and there are people who will love you for it. And there are people who won't, but the people who won't, won't matter. Mm hmm. What's the Dr. Seuss quote about that? Uh, those I don't know, man. who matter don't care, and those who care don't matter. Yeah, no, those who mind don't matter, and those who yeah. matter don't mind. There we go. Brian got it. Yes. No, perhaps he didn't have Dr. Seuss. He had mother's hen's eggs or some shit. <laughs> Sir, Sir Paddington. <laughs> Are you Paddington? Shit, my ass, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need the yeah, British. Bear is kind of universal, man. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. a little, maybe a little bit before your time, Kyle. But like, that's no, all I, over I remember the Paddington. UK and, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember yeah. him actually having a spoof in Mad TV. There was a claymation called Clops, and they had Paddington Bear flashing everybody. <laughs> he gets his dick caught in the door. It's hilarious. Yeah, I remember Paddington Bear though. I, I, I I'm at the cusp of that ending oh, in our era. Kyle. <laughs> they had like the doughboy too. I'm sick of the man giving me the finger. Here's your finger, and they light his ass up and throw him in the oven. Highly suggested. Clops. It was fucking Clops. hilarious. It was fucking hysterical, yeah. dude. Man so TV. Good. 
Classic. Do yourself a favor, go watch some Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Old Will Sasso and Ari Spears. Like a, you yes, are sir. now watching Mad TV. Yeah. Mad! mad. <laughs> You're so crazy. Mad. Yep. I mean, that's where, yeah, like Fire Marshal Bill and all that shit, like, initially. You know. No, no, Fire no, Marshal Bill's color. Living Color. Yeah, yeah Living yeah, Color. Jim Carrey. My bad. My bad. Yeah. But if you, okay, so would you say Mad TV is a spiritual successor to yeah. Living Color? Yes. In a way? Yeah. That yeah. and the Wayne's show, both of those kind of like well, yeah. I mean, well, the Living I mean, Color and uh, SNL and color made was, a Wayne's, comedy. Yeah. was a Wayne's production. Yeah. So it was, yeah. yeah. Was was uh, Mad TV also? Uh, no, I it came in succession. Like the Wayne's show existed alongside Mad TV, but Mad TV outlived it. Uh, Mad TV was just basically taking the humor <laughs> of Mad Magazine, the crudeness, and uh, applying sure. it to skit comedies like SNL. Uh, huh. Yeah. You know, and then now I can say to Kyle, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. No, hey, um, I like it. That could be my jam. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about uh, masking uh, in, on models for a second here. Because I'm working on this Musaru cup, which by the time this episode Final airs, mask. will have already put, come and gone at the IPMS Hamilton. Um, and I had to do a bunch of masking. Um, mm. And... It's it's worked out okay. Um, I've been doing masking for an awful long time. Chris is awfully familiar with fucking masking. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you should see the look on his face. It's um, like a Vietnam vet reliving the days in the war. <gasps> it is. A, I mean, it is a necessary evil, and it's it's interesting to me. The re, the thing that I want to talk about because I'm fine with it. I love masking. You know, it, mm. for what it's worth, I do. It's relaxing. Um, well, no, it's stressful, but at the same time, it's rewarding. And I find mm. that the reward is worth it. So, um, but uh, I find the uh, gymnastics, the physical gymnastics that people will do to get around masking, kind of interesting, right? Oh, man. So much. Like, I, I had to fight it early on in my model making career. Where I'm like, I, maybe I could just hand paint this detail. Or if I just spray a little bit and I put a card here, the overspray won't get it. And I totally fuck it up. And I'm like, I, you learn quick not to, not to avoid masking. So get creative with your masking. Uh, masking is the toxic relationship that I wish I had broken up with many years ago. <laughs> but the held on because tape still beats you. And you're like, yeah, oh, I held on because, uh, yeah, I held on because I thought there was hope. Um, <laughs> so, change. Uh, yeah, ma- look, with me masking, yes, I 100% agree with you, Brian, that it is a necessary evil. Um, I have never, there is not one thing I think that I use in my, my, uh, my tool kit um, when it comes to building where, that I spend more than on tape. Um, I spend so much money on tape because I use it so damn much, but I also hate using it. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, there is, uh, it's, it, it's either going, I mean, you're either going to be elated and happy with the outcome, or you're going to be heartbroken because something peeled or something bled. And <laughs> it's always a, it's always a coin toss. You know, you can be really confident, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a large area. You're fine. You're, you're good. Not realizing that you missed like maybe a, a, a millimeter in the corner. Dude, and oh, that's slippers, the worst. Right? That's the worst. It's a, it's a, it's a heartbreaking thing when that happens. And then you got to go, okay, well now I got to fix this. But to fix this, I have to mask uh, like a very awkward area now because, you know, it's a different color and all that stuff. So well, how do you go about this? What should you do? Is it better? Is it just easier to strip the damn thing and start over again? Strip and the whole to, fucking piece. Go to step. 
Yep. So there are just those those that mental gymnastics of 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 uh of masking that you just that's an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, I just got hook. I just died in your arms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Must have been something you said. Interesting. So, uh, in in masking on this Musaru uh, Armistang, a uh, tiny little plane, I have because of the colorway that I chose, I have to do. Um, I had to. Well, I assume it would be the what would be the slats. I don't think this plane has slats. Uh, they're the part of the f- a wing in the front, like on a, a Messerschmitt where they it actually projects forward and it creates a larger path for the wind. It helps create lift. Anyhow, um, so I have to paint warning lines on the front of this plane and I did all this camouflage paint work on top. I think that um, I really could have fucked myself if I hadn't clear coated my camouflage paint i'm using acrylics right so um paint all this up in acrylic and clear coated it with the lacquer clear let it cure for an entire day before i even touched it with any masking tape because i've had horrible problems with this in the past uh of like just fucking things up i'm good at fucking things up best thing is to fix it anyhow uh, so I clear coated and I went through and I mask and I'm blind masking these lines from little it's a tiny model and it's just tiny little fo- um, images in the instructions. And so I lined everything up and I primed it all and I appreciated it and then I painted it colors and then I stripped it and I realized that on the underside of the wing, I got it perfect. Like the lining is, is symmetrical. It's right where it needs to be. But on the top. I was heavy on the port side. This is for an IPMS competition. They don't fuck around. So no, they'll see that. And then they know, they know, no, no, you know, of course they're going to see it. Even if it's just photographs, it doesn't fucking matter. They're still going to see it. But because I clear coated prior, I was able to rerun a piece of masking tape on top of the un uh, clear coated color application. I remasked it and I went through with some um, of my um, acrylic thinner combo that I make up for myself on a Q-tip. And I just erased that abnormality. Mm. I drew it back down, cleaned it up nice and easy, like masking for the win. Another way to to fix something like that would be to um, simply sand it with a high grit uh, sandpaper. Um, Usually... And this is for, for anybody who's a little heavy-handed with the with the airbrush when you're masking a second color on a on a flat surface. Well, that's not, not a flat surface on the same surface. Uh, and it's something I've done in the past. I did it on the Quanta quite frequently, just because it it was like red and white, very starky colors. So I would have to put a surfacer on top of the 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 red or the white, and you know to get the same vibrancy of the reds and stuff like that. Um, so it would it would come out a little heavy, uh, a little heavy, and I would get that step. Um, it's easy enough to either sand or wet sand that, that step away and, and uh, it's nice and crisp and clear and, and you don't get that bleed and it, it looks pretty good. I have no pro tips. I just strip things and repaint them. Strip cry. <laughs> Oscar what? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about masking circular organic shapes of oblongness and shit. I mean, I don't mind masking robots as much. It it doesn't require as much um sacrifice to the gods to make mm-hmm. sure those lines are nice, in my <laughs> opinion. There's a chance to fuck up, but I feel like organic shapes they trick you. You think you're good. You think that tape is down. But you realize this is a, not a flat surface. Yeah, I bet little creases still have gaps and paint always finds a way. And you're like, you motherfucker. No, <laughs> What's really definitely better at it now. Yeah, it's true. What's really important when it comes to masking is. Um, what's the right word for this? Like you just have to pay attention to what you've masked. Mm. If that makes sense. Because a lot of people just pay attention. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people pay attention to the edges or the piece. Um, not th- not really thinking about, you know, oh, have I covered the entirety of the rest of the piece, you know, to be able to mm-hmm. not make sure you're not hitting a certain yeah. part. Don't skip colors. out. Don't skip out yeah. on my masking you tape. Know, I tried doing that. I'll just mask this area and leave all those other ones because I'm going to get real close and it's never going to overspray. It always oversprays. You could have the finest airbrush and 20 feet away on the model would get that fucking color on it. Just mask the whole thing. It's better safe than sorry. Yeah, like it's you know, um, it, this 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 is really more of a saying for uh, for work stuff. But like, mm. you know, cover your ass, man. Like, just cover it. Like, it it it's not gonna hurt you to to cover up a piece that you don't think is going to hit because it it probably will. Mm. So just you know, just just be you know, if you think that there's any gaps, you know, use a little bit of masking salt or, um, uh, what do you call liquid, it? Liquid mask. Liquid masking, yeah, just to cover yeah. up some of those those uh, those areas, and it it'll help you. Um, it'll save it'll save your your os from from having to redo things or having to fix things if you yeah. when you don't necessarily need to. Right, and then uh, also make sure you mask your own physical ass too. You, you want to make sure you don't get mm. paint up there, mm. paint on the culo, not so not so good. <laughs> <laughs> As a uh, great philosopher once said I get the little paper and I put it on my brown eye. I got no more shit streaks in my shorts. Jay. I want to tell you guys uh, a story, a joke, but it's a visu- very visual joke. That's not going to work. I'll have to tell you guys another time, but it involves um, how do you, you know, use less toilet paper. You know, how, how can you successfully wipe your ass with one sheet of toilet paper? Um, and here, I'll, I'll use this paper towel as reference. And you guys at home can no. visualize this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, but it's hilarious. I'll tell you guys this joke uh, offline. It's funny. Um, I learned it from a Vietnam veteran and I like have never forgotten it since because it's like, that's gold, bro. That's fucking gold. <laughs> that's gold, bro. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so these are very, uh, very polarizing uh, uh, subjects here that we're talking about, like masking as a facade for your personality and masking for models. <laughs> well, perhaps quick fire. What are the tools you can use for masking? Obviously masking tape. Uh, yeah, some uh, masking tape, uh, more specifically hobby masking tape. Um, mm-hmm. Don't go for the fucking... Uh, stuff you use for your walls and stuff, man. That's that's way too harsh. That'll that'll way strip your paint harsh. right off. Mm-hmm. Um, a very sharp uh, hobby knife. 
um, is, I think, uh, absolutely crucial, um, especially when you are adapting the technique of uh, cutting the masking tape on the piece itself as you trace mm -hmm. over a panel line. Um, you know, when you are doing that with a blunt blade, uh, fucking good luck because you are going to just ruin your piece. Um, mm -hmm. I, God, and this is really bad. Um, I go through uh, alpha blades like uh, fucking Doritos, man. Like I, I have to replace it after like every... Like every piece almost you're not supposed to eat them yeah, i was gonna you. say you're not supposed to eat no those. don't don't please don't eat blades i'm just saying i, I go through them like I, I dispose of them constantly so you don't eat um, your doritos what's going on here <laughs> this is a weird, weird comparison <laughs> um so alpha blades have been very uh very good to me um oh, but i did run out of um alpha blades during the double zeta uh so and they were sold out on amazon for a little while and what really saved my ass is um the usa gundam store blades they are mm. very sharp they're surprisingly sharp and you get like a, a shit ton for like i don't know i didn't know they were selling any five bucks they do good shit good to know so uh, I use yeah, blades too. yeah and yeah i just i in the pinch in a bind man they have the usa gundam store blades are really good stuff so um uh, yeah, really sharp hobby knife. Um, what else is there? Uh, <clears throat> Can I throw some things in? Yeah, please do. Frisket. Does anyone know what frisket is other than me? No, I'm taking you what friskets are. Not frisky, you some. No, frisket. Fur, F with a frisket. Uh, it's uh it's air it's old school airbrushing stuff so like soriyama um and whatever like when i first started learning airbrushing back in the 90s just reading because that's how i would learn stuff to read um frisket is like a low tack or a medium tack contact paper that you can cut oh, stencils okay. out of right and mm. it works good for certain things mostly for flat subjects so it's very good for illustrative stuff i used to use it for painting and shit when i went through college as well so um but yeah frisket is handy um, also acetate, uh, the plastic sheets. I was going to say cutting, that acetate's great. Yeah. For cutting up just a hard mask. Mm -hmm. Like you were talking about Kyle using a little bit of that to try and block it and fuck you over. Yeah. yeah. You can get those, uh, guided, um, cut blocks that like infinity and wave make. Those are, yeah, a, I have one a, a blessing too. Yeah. I haven't used it, but I have it. It looks nice. I use mine all the time, especially if oh, you have to cut like really small, thin strips, but you want to keep them I square. Just use a it's fucking ruler. <laughs> yeah, but this one's guy. good because I can I, I can repetitively pre-cut pieces and then I just grab and pull, grab and pull, grab and yeah, pull. Yeah, maybe I'm erotic. It's a streamline because I used to do it that way, where I just cut out strips along my cutting pad, mat, and it just yeah. I don't know. I think it seems more streamlined using that cutting board, and I have leftovers, stick it on there, put it away, and then I have some spares, yeah, sure. and I can cut different thicknesses of widths. So I, I already know the way the blocks are set up on like the infinity um, cutting. I use like the C, I believe, which has both circles and squares and diagonals, sure. so you get a little variety with it. Um, but what I was going to say is yeah, uh, silly putty is a great hmm. masking tool. Um, great when you're dealing with like inorganic shapes or oblong stuff where masking tape is square and it's hard to follow. You can use silly shapes? putty for that. Yeah, organic. Yeah, not inorganic. Okay. Uh, the opposite one. Um, but like uh, irregular shapes. That's what I was trying to get at. So like not a circle, but an oval. So like you can use a stencil to cut out a circle, but an oval is a little harder, but you can use silly putty for that. Um, it also helps when you have like lap joints. Uh, Paz was saying you can lose liquid mask 
or you can use silly buddy to kind of cover up those potential seams that might arise to let paint in um the other one i was going to say was cling film just like what yep liquid mask yeah i use that or you got the um, mr hobby version as well liquid anymore it's so Oh, yeah, no. it's like the water-based oh, one. No, 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 no. The no, rubber no. one's pretty good too. No, no, that one's garbage. That one's garbage. Um, another thing too, cling, cling uh, wrap, like saran wrap. It's good for masking. It's, it's it's sticky enough to cling to the film, but it won't actually like pull anything. That's no adhesion. When I was hmm. doing Oscar, I wrapped all of her body, and then I had tape around the edges that were specific to where I was well, painting. Well, that makes the good sense. The, the, yeah, yeah, that that reads. So that way, I you don't have to worry do... about touching paint or fucking up and leaving fingerprints and all that and you won't waste so much masking tape i used to do um plastic bags for the same thing so it's true plastic bags are, are, are pretty good good rapid fire round table on yeah masking so, supplies there, yeah there's masking mask. supplies you can always use you know what the best masking supply you can ever have is an alternative email address <laughs> and an alternative account <laughs> I don't mess. Make many, many paint. fake accounts. Highly recommend. Only, only the best do it. Definitely use chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Plug in your specific keywords so that it repeats them. Well, anyway, on that note, we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, again, it's been a pleasure talking about these with you guys. Um, and for you listeners, if you'd like to, you know, I, I, I like to open myself up to learn more about our listeners backstage personality so if you want to chat with us you can hit us up at our respected socials or hit us up at the uh, built underscore sideways underscore podcasts on ig or built sideways podcast at gmail.com um and then we like again thank usa gundam you know they make they have cutting uh blades now but also they got us these lovely mics so you get to hear our voices on um I feel like I'm missing something. Missing the uh, Patreon and the Patreon. Oh, Discord. The Patreon. Yes. Uh, thank you for our current Patreons. Uh, you guys allow us to continue doing what we do without any concern about how we pay these things for like licensing and all you know things that we use program wise. Um, I really on. appreciate the support you guys give us. And you know, uh, don't worry, we haven't forgotten about you. We're working on getting stuff out to everybody. Brian, work on work on the cards. <laughs> yeah, I need stickers, Holmes. Um, yeah, we're waiting on some stuff, but um, <laughs> thank you again. And if you are interested in also helping support us, uh, it's not required, but you know we'd be greatly appreciated. Give me um, your you can five hop on our dollars. yeah. We have different tiers. You can do one dollar, five dollars, so forth. Um, do we have a custom donation? Perhaps like is there a custom donation option? Yeah, it's uh, PayPal at Julio. <laughs> 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 you writing it down? You better be writing it down, um, listeners. I don't, I'm not sure if there's any kind of custom donations. Um, if you, I mean, if you guys do want to donate, just just let one of us know. I'm sure we can we can figure something yeah. out. But yeah, sure, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But uh, other uh, than let's that, not forget yeah. about the other podcasts yes. available in the model hobbying. Uh, I want to say I want to say career path, but I know that's sphere. not a career path. This is the Will. sphere. Thank Whoa. you. The model sphere, to quote our friends over at the Metal Plastic Model sphere. Mojo, mm-hmm. um, uh, Dave and Mike, um, is the uh, Model Podcast Consortium on ScaleModelPodcast.com. Yes. Uh, there is a shitload of great content over there. 
um, on the bench, just making conversation, Screw Cutters Union, Plastic mm-hmm. Model Mojo, Plastic Posse. 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 Yeah. Um, who else? Traps in our plastic. Yeah. Um, there's the even bench. like a Micro Machines. There's like a Micro Machines podcast yeah. on there. There's a bunch Isn't of there, crazy uh, shit. Guys. Warhammer as well now. Yeah, yeah there's some Warhammer guy. stuff. There's a bunch yeah. of crazy shit. So, so go and check them out uh, at skillmodelpodcast.com. Yep. Give them all a listen. See if you like them. And if so, keep listening. They uh, Many of them have like well over 100 episodes. So you got lots of lots of to listen to on your car ride. So by all means, oh, check them out. Small subjects. I got to plug Barry. Small yes, subjects. Yes, Barry. Um, I almost yep. got a chance to meet him at um, MISSI or MMI, MMSI. Military Miniature Scale uh, Society. Yeah. M-M-I-S. I can't I remember how it is. Anyway, Julio and Chicago. I think are going to go and try and run into him at MFC in Philly at the beginning of May. Yeah. He he does go to the Philly um, Miniature Scale competition as well. Yeah. Great dude. Uh, I, I don't you, know that I'm going to see his artwork. put anything on a table, but I'm going to go down there and say hi and drink a beer and buy yeah. a kit from that. Um, Barry and Jim, great people. Um, Jim is hilarious. I highly recommend listening to their podcast. They have great introspect. And even if you don't paint minis, um, some of the topics they talk about are just great listening in, in terms of scale modeling and just good to have playing in the background. Jim's hilarious. He has a background in um, writing for uh, music. So he's like work for Rolling Stone and stuff like that. So he has got all kinds of great stories. Yeah, and he's um, and he's a he's a audio guy. He does like a he's been mm-hmm. hosting a like a radio show for I don't know how many decades now. Yep, he was so. a disc talkie. Yeah, that's true. I forgot yeah. about that yeah. in the Chicago yeah. land area. Um, yeah, highly highly recommend. Give him a listen. Um, and uh, anything else you guys would like to add? I'm getting a lot of no's, so that means we're good. <laughs> Alright, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Flippity flat. I was waiting for yeah, Chris to say it. I was like, come on, pass it. <laughs>